Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey, Clever Investors, and welcome back to another show. And what an interesting week we've had this week. The first time in 138 months, we saw the Reserve Bank of Australia move the official cash rate upwards. And here is my one and only top tip for how to handle the cash rate increase. Don't panic absolutely no need for you to panic. The economy is actually doing well. So the Reserve Bank in their statement make note that unemployment rate is declining and has been for over the last recent months. The outlook, in their words, is still really positive. Now, remember from a previous episode, the Reserve Bank of Australia operates completely independent to any of the governments. So they're reporting things as they're seeing it, not from a political point of view, not because they're trying to win vote. They do note that there are some uncertainties. You could add that statement into any month of the year since time began. Of course, there's always going to be some uncertainties. But there's also a lot more positivity within our economy. A further rise in inflation is expected in the near term. I'm quoting from their statement, that's not unusual. But as the supply side of distribution resolves itself, inflation is expected to start tracking downwards again. We're not in a bad place, Australia. Macquarie Bank even came out today and said they think that rates might go up a little bit this year and then they're quite positive that we're going to see them come down a bit within the next 12 months. A really good friend and mentor of mine taught me years ago, never base a decision on fear. So if you're worried about what's going to happen to your repayments, now is the time to get some expert advice on your side. If you don't have a mortgage broker, I highly recommend that you do seek one out. And if you do have a mortgage broker and you've got concerns about what could happen to your home loan repayments, to your investment repayments, get on the phone, book an appointment with them. Try and not being nice to these people. Don't ring them out of the blue and expect all of these answers. They're busy people and they're going to be really busy over the next couple of weeks with helping people out with their rates. Book an appointment with them. Tell them. Send them an email. I want 10 minutes on the phone with you just to run through my scenario. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't think that you've got to refinance all of your loans. The one thing with all of the lenders over the next couple of weeks is they will all be moving their rates around. Now, it's often a time where people look to protect themselves by using a fixed interest rate loan. 
Now, the advantage of fixing is it caps what your repayments will be for a given period of time. And you can fix your mortgage for anywhere from 12 months to five years. The longer you fix for, though, it can be at your detriment because it means you're locked into that contract for five years or for three years. And if you wanted to refinance or you wanted to sell that property during that agreed period, it could cost you money to get out of that contract. It's called an economic break cost. Now, the advantage of variable rate loans is that when rates do come down, as we have experienced up until this most recent of uh, rise, not only does the interest rate come down, but so does your minimum repayment requirement come down. And we've all been enjoying nice low rates, and they're certainly not going to shoot up by 10% overnight. They're not even going to shoot up by 1%. The Reserve Bank has said that we're going up by 25 basis points, which to you and I is 0.25%, a quarter of a percent. Now, the banks don't have to pass on just the 25 basis points rise. They could put it up higher. They're independent. They're they're businesses. They're going to make a financial decision as to what's right for their business. And they know that some people may be upset with that and change lenders. Hey, that's just the nature of business. As I mentioned before, don't cut your nose off to spite your face. Because by the time you move from lender A, who you probably don't like, to lender B, who you think you'll like, lender B could have exactly the same interest rates on their mortgages, the same as what lender A did. There's always lots to consider before you start to refinance. Ideally, refinance for more than one reason. You're not just chasing the low rate. Maybe you're looking at buying another property into the future, or you're going to be selling your current property and moving somewhere else. That's a good time to get everything reviewed, get it all set up. There's nothing to stop you as well getting on the phone to your current lender and asking them, is it the best rate? Can you do a little bit better to save me moving from you to somebody else? They'll have a team called a retention team who will actually decide whether it's worth giving you a bit better deal or no. The one that you're on in their eyes, according to all their you know, calculations, is the best that they can actually offer you. And that's just a fact of business. Don't get upset about it. If you think you're going to be under some enormous financial stress, then seek out the expertise of all these people around you. Look back at the previous shows when I talked about building a team of people. I think the first port of call should always be your mortgage broker. You might want to talk to your financial advisor as well, but financial advisors really don't delve anything to do with the interest rate worlds and mortgages. They're more about protecting yourself with personal protection and then investing atypically around the sort of share markets. So again, my number one tip is don't panic. Now is a great time to have a look at what your outgoings are, whether you can shave any little bits off. If you find yourself panicking, 
then I highly recommend that you actually do a little snapshot of what your budgets are. Sit down, work out what your outgoings are, look at what your income is and be realistic. See what things you can shave the the edges of. Uh, The media, as a big warning, will have plenty of stories about people that think they're going to lose absolutely everything. That's the way that the the media likes to play these uh, these times. Uh, it's it, it sells papers. It's good clickbait. So there we are for this week. One simple tip: don't panic. I'll see you again next week for another episode of the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, a weekly podcast dishing up the easiest to understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love you to leave a review. It's the best way for us to reach new listeners. For more information, go to thecleverinvestor.com.au.